I'm Arya Schwartz along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show where it's all about the W. It's Monday in the W, and you know there's an action-packed week and weekend, so we got to dive in, have some coffee, and discuss all the hot and trending news. show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash windsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at windsider.com that's windsider.com looking for a fun new way to enjoy the w join windsider on playback our watch parties are the bomb use the link playback.com Oops, playback.tv forward slash Winsider. That's playback.tv forward slash Winsider. And hey, you never know when we're going to do a merch giveaway. We're back. It's the Winsider Show. I'm Aria Schwartz along with my co-host Rachel Galligan. And let's just dive right in. It's Monday morning. We're exhausted from a, a busy, busy week. Um, I, where do we want to start this week, Rachel? Because I feel like the Liberty Mystics is like so fresh in my head because it was yesterday. Right. Um. I kind of want to start there because I just have so many issues and questions. Like, here's my thing with the Bree Jones injury. Like, I guess we're starting there. Let's go. We're starting there with the Bree Jones injury. Like the door is wide open. And I'm not saying that like, you know, Connecticut doesn't have a shot anymore, but for teams like the mystics for teams like the wings, you have to look at that and, and kind of get a jolt. You kind of have to get a little bit more excited and say, okay, that makes our positioning for the long-term success, and by long-term, I mean in this season, that makes our chances, our opportunity that much better. Let's take advantage. And what do we see from the Mystics going up against the Liberty, a team that they've already shown that they can dominate, a team that we know has <clears throat> a huge issue, to say it nicely, when it comes to defending against guards. And the Mystics have the ability with an Ariel Atkins, with a Natasha Cloud, um, to really take advantage of that weakness. And I think the aces also, it's, it's a reason why I'm not that high on New York, even though they've been playing great recently. Um, but so I just think like when I'm looking at the mystics, I'm getting so underwhelmed, so disappointed each game I watch. I just am more and more frustrated with the situation going on there. I mean, do we want to get detailed about that game? Cause they blew a 17 point lead. Yeah. I mean, this is like what, like the fourth or fifth massive lead that's been blown. Not by them. I'm just talking like in the course of this fifth. We've seen yeah, fifth, um, fifth game that the team who was down by 15 made a comeback well, this, and it, this it, season. It blows my mind because this should be a poise Mystics team, veteran Mystics team that knows how to play with a lead. Now, you can't sit there and expect, okay, we're just going to route New York and they're just going to roll over and we're just going to win by 30. You knew at some point they were going to make a run. You know, and you got into that third quarter. Actually, it was kind of the it was it was Washington had a big first quarter. New York came out, won the second quarter, barely won the third quarter. I mean, so they just slowly through the course of the game chipped into this lead. It wasn't like it happened. Oh, they went on like a 17-0 run. They slowly like like basically Washington came out hot, 
And it just kind of slowly dwindled away. And that's the thing that I don't understand about this team sometimes. It's just like, I think, obviously, Shakira Austin getting hurt rattled that team, rattles the interior, rattles, you know, your rotations and paint presence and and rim protection, those types of things. We, We hope she's okay. But yeah, I mean, they were, they were getting to the bucket at will against the Liberty. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you know, it's like the seas were parting. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like there should have been, first, there were some tough turnovers down the stretch. Um, and then I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, that, that horribly missed free throws. Like free throws you had, a, you had multiple opportunities to seal the game. You could look at a few, you know, that that's one thing every coach will say, like, okay, let's blame, let's blame this last, this last play call. You know, Heinz Allen had a look and slams it off the backboard. I mean, like, what was that? But it was a, it was good executed play. You know, you, you've got the ball two feet in the paint right next to the rim. I mean, you know, I mean, that's the look you want to get. I don't know if that's who I would be going to in that scenario, but just like looking at like the fourth quarter in particular, I mean, and then especially overtime, I mean, the fourth quarter, they just felt like they lost a step. They had some really, really, really timely, tough turnovers. How many turnovers is a team? That only 13 is a team, which honestly is not. That's that's pretty good. But they were just like shoot yourself in the foot type turnovers down the stretch that were just so, so bad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what did you see down the stretch? I mean, I watched it yesterday in real time. You watched it today. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, I watched it last night after you're like, you need to watch this. I I was following it on, I was driving, so I was following it on my phone, which I shouldn't have been doing. I know, shame on me. Um, Well, the the things that kind of stood out was one, they kept Stewie four for 17 and 0 for five from three. I know. That is You've got to win that game. John Quill Jones doesn't score a single point, goes 0 for three. Yeah, she gets 10 rebounds. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like four turnovers. Tell me that there's a game where the liberty between John Quill Jones, Brenna Stewart, end up going four for 20. I like those odds. Not that John Quill Jones has set the world on fire. This or time. or you add Sloot to that, and they went nine for 32. That's crazy. I mean, completely credit to the Liberty for staying the course and just honestly just making plays down the stretch. Because I, I when you look at the box score, blows my mind. I mean, everything from this box score screams that Washington should have won that game. New York shot just 37%. Washington. The only thing is rebounding. I mean, they got their butt handed yeah, that, from on, on the boards. The 29 thing. to 45. Um, and it was the, it was the opportunities of 14 offensive rebounds. That's just huge. John Quill Jones. Yes. You know, struggled, but four offensive rebounds is so big. What I saw, honestly, was a team that was shook. Well, and free team... throws. Free throws. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my God. Free. Yeah. Well, look, Washington, the best free throwing shoot, free throw shooting team in the league, went 13 for 18, which isn't like, look, 72% as a team isn't horrible, but you leave those five points. I'm pretty sure all five of those, or at least four of them, came in the last minute of playing the regular game. Like, I think it was very clear once we went to overtime that Washington was going to lose it because – they had the lead the whole game, and it's just like as history has taught us, when a team struggles, they have opportunities to close out the game with a minute. I mean, how many stoppage of plays was it that they had the ball, had a two-point lead or more with a minute left? And like when you have that many opportunities to just run down the clock, make one basket, close out this game, make one defensive stop, like I'm sorry, like great – 
I'm not trying to take away from New York. They chipped away, like you said. They stayed the course. They stayed focused. But, like, Washington lost that game. Like, there's no way about it in my mind. Well, and I think, I think again, like, rebounding numbers, you have Austin in there. That makes a huge difference. Like, who who's down there when she goes out, you know, trying to help? That's that situation, you know, that 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 hurt quite a bit. Um, and I mean, you know, the free throw numbers, that that is a huge glaring number. I mean, I just you look at Washington and you really think like, I don't know, I, I can't figure this team out to save my life. I genuinely cannot well, figure this team out. To save there's so we can go in so many different angles. Well, is it Eric? New is York, it the team? Is as, it the players? As I was saying from the start, New York is their backcourt and their ability to guard, especially off the dribble is like the parting of the seas. I mean, Washington had 36 paint points, just their ability. That wasn't just like throwing it down to Deladon, going to work on the block. That was like literally getting it to the rim and finishing at the basket. Atkins had a great, was doing a great job at that. I don't know. I, 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 I keep going back and forth. Cause I'm, you know, how I've been saying, Oh, what, you know, you don't know what team is going to show up. You don't know how they're going to look. I just feel like Washington down the stretch in crunch time really struggles. They don't, they haven't been showing up like point blank. Um, All right. Too much, too much about this team. And we could go on (laughs) for a while about that. Liberty though. Good win. I mean, not a pretty game, but, but you, you find a way and that's what they did. So, yeah, no, yeah. I know two fans of buts about it. It was just fresh in my mind. I also think that like Stewie got some favorable calls in the end, like that time where she literally extended her arm, shoved Atkins off on the baseline or not on the baseline, the sidelines. Um, right before she gets the take that I think it was right before she finishes the game with that game winner. But Atkins gets called on a play where I either let them play or I call that offensively. Like she full she just shoved Atkins to the floor and then they called it on Atkins well, and I don't get that. Let's not let's not forget the fact it was literally a, it was close to a three hour game. 50, 50 fouls called, which is not a record by any means, but I was sitting there and I'm like, damn, am I even going to get a chance to watch Dallas and LA? Because this game is taking forever. <laughs> there was. So- well, speaking of the wings, that's a perfect segue. Okay, the, segue. The Dallas wings, I feel like have kind of lost their footing as it were. Yes. They just, do- they early on in the season, they were riding high on that, on the new coach vibe. Um, Satu has kind of tapered out just a little bit, come back to reality just a little bit. Um, we can talk about Enrique when we get to the whole uh, uh, all-star voting. But for me, it's just like Dallas was a team that they had finally gained my confidence that in those games, if they're plus, if they're winning or losing by six points, you know, for the majority of the game, I have the confidence that they were going to win it. I'm slowly losing that confidence. It took me a while to build that up. Um, so I feel very bamboozled. Um, I don't know what they're doing, but no, I mean, what, it, what like LA, an interesting team really being buoyed by Neka Gumake's amazing performance just out of, and, and the thing is, is like every year we talk about this for, well, since the beginning of the Derek Fisher era, Rachel, it's been like Neka's playing amazing. The rest of the team is crap. Um, and she's really carrying this team. And like, if they had a better record, they would be in, she'd be in the MVP conversation, but she's not because they don't have a better record. They're 500. I got to say, I mean, back to Dallas, <clears throat> it's, so they've won one of their last six, um, which is shocking to me now. Granted, three of those were from, from, from LA. So I think, you know, I get, I get you kind of like talking about both teams here. I'm, I'm really surprised. I am genuinely 
very surprised that LA swept Dallas during this period of time. Um, didn't expect that to happen, especially the game on Sunday um, yesterday. I really, really felt like Dallas would find a way. But, you know, you, you kind of saw it like L.A. starting to get this chip on the sh- their shoulder, this edge to them late in games, this momentum. They'll make momentum plays, and, and you know, they had the home crowd a little bit behind them, and it kind of just shifted the momentum of the game. And, and, and I was really like, man, I, I really thought Dallas would run away with it. It was a close game, back and forth. Uh, but I agree. I mean, that Dallas is in a, a rough spot. They're in a lull. I still don't feel like – I feel like all these teams – and I, I was telling you this the other day. Like, everybody outside of, like, Connecticut and Las Vegas and, – and I'll, and I'll put New York up there just because they're the, the sheer talent they have on the roster. But, like, everybody else, Washington, you know, L.A., Dallas, Atlanta, Indiana, Chicago, it's just like – like there's a bunch of L's in the, in that category right now. There's a bunch of teams that have won that are, that are that are losing. Like I'm looking at the standings. There's four teams with a winning record. L L L L L L L. You know, like everyone's just like beating each other up every single night. You know, you know, you're not really sure what you're gonna get. But you know, I mean, Dallas that they're in a tough stretch. Who do they have coming up? Um, they got the Mercury, which they've already beat them twice back to back. We'll get to that um, here in a second. Good the, the, <laughs> then they got the Mystics, uh, which honestly interesting one. Then they play back to back against the Aces. Um, so they got a tough little stretch here because the Mystics, you don't know who you're going to face, as we've talked about. Yeah. Not having Shakira, I think, is going to give a huge advantage to Dallas. And they're going to be coming off a win against the Mercury, in my opinion. Um, but so, you know, I look at that and I go, okay. They also, realistically, they got a nice little break. They play Tuesday, and then they don't play again until Sunday. So regroup, you know, rest up, a little bit of coaching time, a little bit of film room. Um, LT kind of has to redirect this team and refocus them. Side note, one of my favorite coaches to listen to the huddle is LT. I love the way she talks to the players. It's not, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. It's, are you with me? Right. We need to do this. Are you with me? It's much more of a cohesive, a family, a unit um, versus a lot of other coaches that are like, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. Um, so while this team has struggled, I think still uh, pretty amazing. It's, uh, yeah, pretty I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at this box score. I think, I mean, LA did a great job of getting to the free throw line. I mean, yeah. NECA literally threw the team on her back and, and is going to work and, and doing everything she can to make this team. You know, I, I think, I think Dallas has struggled with turnovers. Now they only had 13, but it's the way they're turning the ball over. Sometimes mm-hmm. you, you could count a quick shot, you know, a quick shot and then team's able to get it out and run and you're not able to set up your defense. That's as good as a turnover, um, which we know Dallas can do that. Not, not saying we don't love the quick shots that come from Dallas, but some of the actual turnovers that they're having in the open floor that are le- that are turning into points off t- turnovers, that's one area that I feel like is concerned. I don't think they're getting to the free throw line as much as they need to be. Um, but, I mean, you know, I've said it before. I've said it again. Like, I was not ready to crown Dallas like a contender this season by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. So I'm not surprised to see – some ebbs and flows, some peaks and valleys. I think, you know, you've got McCowan back. You've seen what Satu has been able to do this year. Arike has been, you know, 
doing what she does, you know, and, and that's great. It's good to see Dangerfield coming in and getting her rhythm a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. You just got to think that this is a team that just continued to stay the course and trust in the process and probably needs to build a little bit more toughness on the defensive end and on the glass. Yeah, no, I think the toughness is what yeah. is what's kind of missing right now. Yeah. They had that edge, that aggressiveness. Just to just throw it down for some people who are like, good MVP talk, what are you talking about? She's averaging 20, 10, 20 points, 10 rebounds, basically four assists, two steals, a block a game. Yeah. And she's shooting 52% from the field and 31% from the three-point line. And, that's, and she's inching. She's right below 90% from the free throw line. Yeah. So, like... That is a ridiculous stat line to put out daily. Um, and she's been doing it. And major props to her. Major props to, like, the consistency. That's what I love about NECA, the consistency. I love that she's staying in New York, in, not New York, in L.A. Like, I love sure. I love player movement. It's fun. It's all whatever. I also, like, you got to be able to love both. I love those players who are just going to stick with the team. And as much as I think that, like, we can, in a video game sense, talk about like, oh, if you would put NECA with this player, if you put NECA with this player, like NECA's doing NECA and like NECA's going to NECA and she's just beasting right now and not getting enough attention. Love it. Um, I mean, just probably one of my favorite players to watch right now. Just the energy. Um, just, I mean, she's playing like a complete superstar right now. I mean, she doesn't look like she's her age. No, no, like no, she no, looks like, like younger. Like, this is like, neck of like MVP season, you know, just the way she's moving and the confidence and the way she's carrying herself and just, I don't know, it's fun. And, it, and you know what she does? She makes everyone around her play with a different type of energy too, you know, mm-hmm. because look who they're playing with. Look at the injuries that this team is dealing with. You know, they're, they're, they're piecing this together. They've got multiple all the hardship stuff going on. And, but you've got an anchor like that and NECA who's able to just kind of like, all right, we're going to figure this out. Like Kurt Miller, Kurt Miller said in the middle of the huddle yesterday, when they try to do those very awkward um, in game interviews where no one can actually hear yeah. one another, but he was like, we've got a bunch of players that don't even know how to run our zone offense against the zone. You know, Dallas was running the zone. And so it, I mean, like I like, I, I like watching LA because of what, and honestly, shout out to Hamby. Who's really, really starting to find. Oh, stride yes. 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 I mean, like Big playing really well, playing really, really, really well, like starting to really bring some energy to this team. Um, still a lot to figure out, though, in L.A., a lot of inconsistencies in the backcourt and figuring out what they're doing. I mean, look, I mean, they've won a couple games in a row. OK, it's against the Dallas Wings. Great. The last three wins have come against the Dallas Wings. OK, then before that, you beat Chicago. Then you beat the Storm and you beat the, the Mercury. All right. Let me see this team now go up against a team that's a little more like, who do they have coming up? Okay. They've got the sky twice. The LA, LA also like botched three games to Minnesota. Right. Like that was rough. But also Um, a a bizarre stretch of even more injuries than where they're at right now. Oh, totally. But like LA, I think always they have injuries, but a lot like, okay, Jazz Thomas isn't back. She hasn't been there really. Like, Azrae is the only Azrae and Lexi are the ones who I'm like, okay, Azrae needs to get back for this team that we can talk about. And Lexi, who's been balling out, we want to see a healthy Lexi. Um, but like, but again, the this cool is thing, not a contender. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the thing. The cool thing though, about like a team, individuals who are excelling, another player is Nafisa Collier. Got to see her live wow. the other day. Um, wow. 
that was amazing. I mean, she's putting up similar stats to NECA. 21 points a game, 8 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 2 steals, a block, just under uh, you know, two and a half turnovers, shooting 48%, round up 50, uh, 32% from the three point line and 86. So just South of 90 from the free throw line. Like she has stepped herself up. Okay. She's averaging five more points a game than, than her career average. She's basically same steals, same assists, same rebounds. But that was kind of the question. Also, it is important to keep in mind her field goal percentage has gone up and she's taking more shots and like, She's taken that step to that next level. Another player who is having an insane, an insane season is Jewel Lloyd. Like when I look at some of these teams, there's the individual aspects that I'm seeing, the individual stat lines and successes that I'm seeing, because those are the positives we can talk about these teams. But also, like Seattle, like you have a team full of superstars with Brianna Stewart and you know other other players around you. You're you're like doubling your shot attempts. So numbers yep. and then the ball being worked through you, it has to be worked through Collier. It has to be worked through Jewel Lloyd. I mean, Jewel Lloyd should be taking about 35 shots a game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So anyway, keep going. No, 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 exactly. I mean, Jewel Lloyd, 25 points, four rebounds, four assists, a steal. Um, shooting 40% from the field is kind of wild considering how much she's shooting. I agree. And 40% from the three-point line. Um, she's just playing out of her mind. And I think... Because she's a three-level scorer, she's so intimidating, she's so scary, and defenses are just worried. Another player who, not to talk about individual achievements on a team that's just the whole team's achieving, is Kelsey Plum. I think early on in the season, after the surgery, trying to find her shoulder footing, um, her shot was off, but she was finding ways to impact the game. You dropped some crazy stat on me uh, before we hit record about Kelsey Plum over the past few games. I'm just happy to see her balling like that. I mean, the longer this season goes on, the more and more I'm falling into the camp of, can anybody stop the Aces? Yeah, I mean, when Plum when Plum found her rhythm, which I never had a concern whatsoever that she would or wouldn't wouldn't be able to do that. But like the last week, up to average about six points is now averaging just over 22 points a game, you know, making about three threes a game. You know, that was the whole thing, right? She's in a slump, shooting slump, blah, 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 blah. Well, this is a big week for Plum, and it's so scary with this team because it's like, who, like pick your poison. How do you guard mm-hmm. this team, um, especially when you've got Jackie Young having argue, an MVP an MVP season in herself? Then you've got a- Asia Wilson, who is uh, right up there with MVP conversation. I mean, the weapons on this team, there is no one that even comes close. And honestly, the the one that is that does come the closest is the New York Liberty, but they're so far from you know, just being at that cohesion point that Las Vegas is right now, that it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I don't know. When when Plum turned it on, the way she's turned it, they're just hitting that next gear. Um, but yeah, great point. Great point to bring that up, that, you know, Plum's really starting to find her rhythm, getting that confidence. And we all know what that means. When that happens, that is scary for anybody in the league. Oh, yeah. Um, Chicago Sky, five-game losing streak, losing injuries, streak. just... What? Six game losing streak. Oh, six games. Sorry. Um, just really falling off. But that's the beauty of the season, right? They're they're now like teetering around that eight nine seed a little bit later, kind of where people predicted them. They fall into the mean. Um, look, obviously injuries and other things affected that. Something I want to talk about real quickly. Uh, All star voting. 
We don't need to get in too deep, whatever. Let's just run through the names. If there's anybody that you'd swap out or keep in, um, Aaliyah Boston, Chelsea Gray, Brittany Griner, Jewel Lloyd, Enrique, Neca, Satu, Brandon Stewart, Asia Wilson, Jackie Young. Um, so we get three from Vegas. I don't think that's that outlandish considering the stats that Chelsea Gray and Jackie Young are putting down. My beef is with Aaliyah Boston and Enrique Gumwale. Um, I think both of them are all-stars. You can maybe argue that Enrique isn't and you would swap her for a different guard. Okay, make that argument. Fine. Aaliyah Boston, no doubt in my mind, she's an all-star. No doubt in my no mind. No doubt in anyone's mind, really. I mean, she is. Yeah. I will. The only reason I'm stressing this is because people love to, you know, throw shade at me and give me all this whatever um, about, you know, oh, South Carolina. I'm I just want to talk about like Aaliyah Boston's stats for a second. OK, she's averaging 15.6 in 30 minutes of play. She's getting eight rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block and a half. She's shooting 65 percent. 50 from three. Honestly, I don't know how many threes she's taken. I'm looking at her last five games and she hasn't made a three. Um, and 77 from three, the free throw line. Though, like she's putting up, there's no question in my mind, she's putting up oh, all-star stats. Phenomenal year. For, for a rookie, it's unbelievable. It's awesome to watch. Love it. For a vet, for a vet it's a great year. For a rookie, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. She's not a starter. I'm sorry. Like, I understand fan voting matters. Like, by the skill, she is not a starter. Like, you look at some of these other players. How is Alyssa Thomas not a starter? How is Aaliyah Boston a starter over Alyssa Thomas? That's just mind-blowing to me. Like, I know some people will push back and say, well, that's not the person you should pop out for it, right? Realistically, let's just run down this uh, for anybody who's pushing anything. Keep in mind that Alyssa Thomas has dropped, what, now two triple-doubles triple in the season? Two triple-doubles in this week. Okay, this week. So Boston's 15-8-2. and two right? Alyssa Thomas is 15, 11, and 8. She's averaging 15 points, 11 points, and 8, sorry, 15 points, 11 rebounds. She's almost averaging a triple-double. I'm sorry, and if you want to say Brittany Griner, cool, fine. I think Brittany and Aaliyah have slightly more comparable stats, but I think Fee has better stats than Aaliyah Boston. So I think, like, you're looking through this and you start to question, not question. I understand fan voting matters. I just think that like, we should talk about that a little bit. Um, and then Enrique, like, I don't know how Enrique got it. There's a few people I'd swap Enrique out for. Um, honestly, for me, Clea Copper, Marina Mabry. Yeah. Um, like the, granted, I understand some people are going to push back against that. Um, but I just think it's it's a really interesting like Sabrina. I guess you can make that argument. Actually, the number the player who was in my mind that I had in there that wasn't in there instead of Arike uh, was Alicia Gray. Like Alicia Gray has been balling. She should be a top player. But again, I think for me, I don't care about fan raking. Like I get that's what fans do, um, and I understand that that's going to kind of. Like, heck, even Aaliyah Boston was, like, fan ranking number four to be a starter, right? Well... Then you look at media and player ranking, and she's not a starter. And that's where... I know. And I, and I sat here, and I was looking at, like, who I would have swapped out, what I would have done, and trying to understand it. And then I had to step back and realize, like, it's all-star. Yeah. It's, it's, this is not, like, end-of-season awards. This is an all-star game. And the meet, the fan rankings and the fan vote does have a huge weight in that. 
And so players may be like an Alyssa Thomas that doesn't have the massive fan engagement uh, following that, that, that can make a difference. It's just really interesting. I, I definitely feel I had Griner. I had Alyssa Thomas. Um, and yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of the things that you said. I think you could go back and forth to me, to me. And I, I don't mean this to discredit all-star by any stretch, but to me, I don't get too worked up in it. Although I did mm-hmm. say that yesterday. And then 90 minutes later, I was still worked up about something, but like for the most part, I don't put a ton of like my energy and like countless effort into like analyzing all-star. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a great recognition. I think for the most part, all the names in there are worthy. Um, yeah. Starters. Okay. We could talk about that probably for, I mean, Diana Taurasi, honestly, okay, if that's... I look at this list, if there's one player on this list who I'm like, you should not be talk an all-star. By... Being like grandfathered in, man. She's the only person. It's funny because like she's such the old guard, but like fan ranking seventh, media ranking tenth. How did she get tenth in media ranking? Uh, player ranking fourteenth. Even I think that's high. But the best part, even averaging this year, it's like that. I don't even want to know. Um, Sabrina is was nineteenth in player ranking, and I found that hilarious. There's only three players. Um, well, she sure as hell threw that team on her back yesterday and took him to the promise that. Well, oh well, because that news came out right <laughs> for the game. So, right. um, Sabrina Tarasi and Duana Bonner, uh, Bonner player ranking tenth, fan ranking eleventh, media ranking tenth. Um, just the only ones. I mean, I guess Kelsey Mitchell got a ten. Also, Alyssa Thomas. I mean, fan ranking got a ten. Fine, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's my thought. No, I agree with you. Also, like who. At the end of the day, like, we're nitpicking on starters versus not. Like, I think there is something to be said that being an all-star matters because that's part of your resume when you retire. Being a starter doesn't matter, in my mind, at least. Um, For the record, Tarazi's played in nine games, averaging 15 points a game, five and a half assists, shooting 36% from the floor, 25% from the three-point line, and averaging close to four turnovers a game. Yeah, I mean, at least she's putting up 15 I will points. say I did not have Tarazi in mind, but... I did not either. I also will say that I did not... Conversations, just not, not getting it done this year, which maybe is a great segue to the sister <laughs> of what is the Phoenix Phoenix Mercury right now. Vanessa Nyhard oh, yeah. out as of yesterday, mid-season... Shocked, match. Rachel? What? Shocked? No. Anybody oh, shocked? Is anybody, anybody if anybody's shocked, shoot us a DM. Everybody, everybody was just talking about it. They're like, oh, yeah, it happened. Oh, it happened. It's interesting though. You know, we don't see this a whole lot in the WNBA. The midseason fire. Yeah. Well, I think, look, I, my thought is this. One, Nygar was the wrong hire from the beginning. She was a hire that was supposed to just kind of let trot. Like, there was this idea that I, I and I'm maybe making this up, but like there's this idea that like when Sandy that Sandy wasn't the thing making this team work and when they moved on from her like oh we still have basically the same core we just are putting in a coach and my mind the hire was a coach who was going to let Tarasi do Tarasi things and they thought that that would work it did not work I think it was a dumb idea um and now Sandy's laughing with the New York Liberty looking good but all that said all I'm gonna say is if all these people who are sitting here and going oh the Mercury are tanking the Mercury are tanking you don't fire a crappy coach mid-season if you're trying to lose. No, but I think we got we got to get deeper than this. I think it's deeper than Nygaard. I think I think it's much. I mean, first off, who 
could have ever imagined. Of course, there's like a freaking blower going by as I'm trying to talk right now. All good. Who could have ever imagined that the circumstances would have been what they were last year with Brittany Griner being detained in Russia? You know, like clearly that was a hire that we were we were very surprised by when Sandy this team went to the finals and then was let go. That was a, a longevity fire. We need to, we need a breath of fresh air, but like you can't do a breath of fresh air when you've still got the old guard in control of the entire organization. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm not trying to say it's time for Diana Tarazi to go. I mean, we could have that conversation if we really want to. I know some people on social media do, but for if, if you're Diana Tarazi, you play as long as you want to play. You, you've earned that right. However, you know, I don't think it's fair to just sit here and blame everything on Nygaard. And, and everything that happened last year was unbelievable with Griner. Sure. The Skylar Diggins drama and whatever happened, I just, I don't think for whatever reason, I don't know the inner workings of what happened in the locker room, but there was obviously a lot of players, a lot of uh, pieces to this puzzle that never really, Nygaard never really earned their respect. You know, um, and then that carries over into this year. This team, if if, if Skylar Diggins Smith is playing on this team, this looks very different. Now she's pregnant; mm-hmm. she's not playing. Let's not forget that before she was pregnant, she was not wanting to play. Yeah. Um, so to be determined whether she's with this organization. But I think that it's just it's bigger than Nygaard. I don't think I do think it was the right move. I think that the circumstances that she had to walk into were. Nobody, no. How do you handle that? Nobody in the world would yeah. handle that scenario. The my question is the bigger picture of this organization as a whole and the direction of it moving forward. You know, okay, is this going to be a Tarazi hire that's going to allow her to do what she wants to do at forty three years old, or what? Like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you bring a hire mm-hmm. in to try and retain a player like Skylar Diggins Smith, who took this team to the playoff playoffs last year single handedly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm not saying I'm I'm questioning the GM, but I kind of. Oh, you have no. I I don't think that. Look, you fire you re, you don't bring back a coach who brought them to the finals, right? A coach who has been established. You bring in a coach who's unestablished, and it failed. Like right. I would be doing the same thing to Greg or any other team that is having those struggles. I think it's a fair question to have. I do think you, though. I mean. This this season, I'm mean, granted you had Tarazi and Griner out with some injuries. Now, now and then you're playing with, I mean, you're playing with nothing at that point. You're going out there trying to be competitive with so- with Sophie yeah. Cunningham as your, you know, star. your star. Which that again, nothing against any of those players, but come on now. Um, now it's kind of like okay, Nikki Blue taking over the helm for the rest of the season. I think the change within itself maybe breathes enough, just shifting enough that who knows, maybe this team can kind of piece together some wins. I don't think it's an intentional tank. I don't think if you're just like, Oh, we're tanking. You just, you make this move. If that's the case, just let Nygaard finish out the season. Um, Now are there pros to being bad at this point? Subconsciously in the back of your mind, if you're a GM, yeah, for sure. But like, it's just a bad product right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, what you said. Okay. My favorite part, because I'm beating what else seven. Hold on. No, no, no. I missed. I want to make sure. Okay. We got the swipes with Chicago, triple double. Yeah, we covered everything. Okay. We're good. We covered it all. We covered, we covered it, all. it all. Rachel's just trying to distract me from Rachel is 15 and 14 and pick them. I'm 17 and 12. Um, That's all right. Let's run down the game. I games. am from this season. I, 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 I'm just, I don't. 
If you could see Rachel right now, her hair is in a <laughs> Um, Okay. Pick them for this week. We got Fever at Aces. We're both picking Aces, right? Hold on. Where are we at? <laughs> what if the Fever win tonight? No, I'm going Aces for sure. Yeah. Uh, Liberty at Sun. <clears throat> I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix it up. I'm going to say Liberty. Okay. I went Sun. One second. Storm He's- at Lynx. What'd you say? Storm at Lynx. Um, yes. Wow. Uh, That's the toughest one I've been waiting for them to play because I think like a lot of people kind of have them just above the Mercury, but like. I mean, they're both four and nine. Yeah. I don't know. It's an even matchup. You go Minnesota. I'll go Seattle. Okay. Love it. I was already doing that. You know that. Uh, <laughs> when in doubt. Wings at Mercury. Okay, so do you take the approach of like, okay, Phoenix fired their coach. Now we're ready to go. We're going to get a win. Or is Dallas just going to finally get it together? I don't, I just don't, I think Dallas has too much talent on their team. I don't know. I, that would be, that would be a brutal blow if Dallas ends up winning, losing. That would be huge. Six of their last that. seven games because, and then they lose this one to Phoenix. I'm, I don't think Dallas drops this one. Agreed. Sparks at Sky. Sparks should win that game. Sparks should win that game. I'll I'll be nice. I'll be nice, Rachel. I think the Sparks win, but because of the Sky are on a six-game losing streak, I'll do Sky. Um, as a re- that doesn't make any sense, but I did it. Dream at Mystics. Who you got? Oh man, you know we didn't really talk about Atlanta today. Like they hit, they hit a, they hit like a really high point last week. Yeah. And then they kind of plateaued back down. Kind of like, Ugh. um, that's a that's a that's a good matchup though. I could see I could see Atlanta going in there and winning that game. But you know what? Especially if Shakira's out. We don't. I know. agree. I, I'm going to go Atlanta. Okay, we're both going Atlanta on that one. Liberty Aces. Mm, that's awesome. Aces. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, Links at Storm. Second game. This game in Seattle. I'm gonna go Seattle again. I'm crazy. I'm going Seattle on this one too, because I was like, I don't think it, like in my mind the when two teams play each other, it's hard to to it's obviously it's easier to get the double win over the triple win, but like that double win is really really hard. And then the last one, Fever at Mercury. Mercury are gonna win that one. Okay, I want. They're gonna get a win. They, yeah, we can hope. Uh, Rachel, who's your goat? Oh, uh, I have no idea. 